Let's Cover That podcast is brought to you by CMNF Group, professional liability services for over 200 healthcare professions. Visit our website at cmfgroup.com slash podcast for more info. Hey, everybody. This is Will Sullivan with another episode of Let's Cover That with my co-host. Antonina Agruza. And today we have with us Katie Harris, founder and CEO of Nursepreneurs. Katie, thanks so much for joining us today on the podcast. Thanks for having me. Tell us a little bit about how you got into the nursing realm and just the healthcare industry in general. Uh, so I, I got into nursing straight out of, uh, I went into college uh, as a nursing student and just went from there, spent a good 20 years as a nurse and then as a nurse practitioner and really just wanted to do more. I wanted to have my legacy. I wanted to have an impact and really in the hospital system, it was like putting out fires all the time and, uh, you know, just didn't feel like I was having the impact that I wanted to. So I ended up starting my own business and then nurses started coming to me asking how to start their business. So that's where nursepreneurs came from is just a way to help nurses to grow and learn and, and participate in their own business and make their own impact. Can you tell us a little bit more about the background of nursepreneurs and how nurses essentially are finding you or using the platform? So, I mean, they're finding us because they're searching on Google and they're looking for, how do I get out of the hospital? How do I find a non-clinical job? How do I, you know, what else can I do with my nursing background? And that's uh, a lot of ways how they, they come to find us because a business might not be the first thing on their mind. They might not even realize what they could do. So when they do find our blogs and our podcast episodes, it's, it's exciting, right? Because <laughs> they're like, oh, I didn't even know I could do that. So that, that's uh, largely how they, they come to find us. So, so what, do you, what do you give us a, a quick overview of nursepreneurs? Like, what are you offering and, and what are these nurses coming to you for? Yeah, so, so Nursepreneurs, it really started out as a coaching program. So I brought in nurses and helped them to, to set up their business. Then I started a Facebook group and started really listening to what they wanted. And in that Facebook group, they would say, does anybody know how to start an IV hydration business? Does anybody know how to do this? Can I freelance my services? Can I start a staffing agency? And, you know, there, there were areas that I didn't really have, I didn't know the answers to. So I searched out from the students that I've worked with and just trying to find if they were able to do this stuff. And one of my students did start an IV hydration business. And I said, is this something that you think you could teach? And, uh, you know, we really looked into it, explored it and it turns out that one, she's an awesome coach. <laughs> she puts together a great course and it's something that we now offer the nurses in our group. So if they want to start an IV hydration business, we have the course for that. We have additional coaching. And, uh, you know, I took that model and every time they started asking me for a certain area, like I want to learn how to put this business together, I would go out and find nurses who are already doing that, who are already successful in that business partner with them and bring that program to the nurses in my group. Katie, do you feel that the nurse profession itself has evolved over the years leading you to the nursepreneurs, um, you know, evolution and just general understanding of what you wanted to build out as a business? Yeah, I mean, for me, the nursing profession has evolved quite a bit. When I first started nursing, uh, you know, it, it, 
it was a much more culturally based unit. Like we were a family unit. We really worked together to make sure. I mean, if I didn't do something, my fellow nurses, let's say, it, you know, I didn't wash my patients soon enough. I literally had other nurses that would start filling up, uh, you know, the tub, you know, to, to get my patient. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, I got <laughs> I got to participate here. So, but it was very, um, it was a very peer-oriented, uh, family-oriented type of position that I had for years. And then it started to, I mean, it's it's been changing. Uh, and I think really for me, it, I realized it when I became a nurse practitioner and I realized that no matter how many degrees I would get, I could never advance any further than where I was. And I was really kind of stuck in this one position and it was frustrating. And then of course, uh, COVID hit and it really helped the nurses to see that they were kind of stuck too, that things were never really going to change for them, that they couldn't really evolve in the positions that they're in. So now you see nurses going off and working with staffing agencies and they're chasing after more money because that culture doesn't exist in the same way. That family unit doesn't exist in the same way that it, that it used to. And that has been very powerful for nurses coming to nursepreneurs because one, they're looking for that community. They're looking for that culture and they're looking for, you know, a way to really have an impact on one their patients and, and the different people they want to work with. So it, that's, that's really cool, Katie, like the building of the community kind of making that like familial sense and that like bringing that evolution into business community, you know, how, how does, and I know everybody asks this question, but with the pandemic and then we're kind of rising through, especially kind of with that integral IV hydration business model, how's that looked, you know, at, pre-COVID and now here we are today, is it, you know, is, is that just exploding with nurses themselves or with nurse practitioners as well, you know, part of the nurse family or is it brick mortar? Is it mobile? Or are they just doing everything? Like how, yeah. how's that evolved? You know? Yeah. It, it's a combination of all of it. And it's not just nurses and nurse practitioners. It's, we have physician assistants. I have business investors that uh, come and they, they want to get involved in it. And, physicians and I've had phlebotomists and estheticians, you know, everybody. It's just one of those business models that it's easy to wrap your mind around, right? Like I know exactly what I'm going to be doing in an IV hydration clinic. Uh, and I think there's some allusion to that too, because people think because they can wrap their minds around it, that it's an easy business model. And I would just say, you know, none of these businesses are easy to start. None of them are easy to run. It's like you have to put in a lot of work and a lot of effort to get this up and running. Um, but there is that concept that, oh, I'm just going to, you know, have buy some IVs and I'll hang them and, and I'll make a lot of money. So there's that, you know, just kind of misperception of running a business because there's so much more to it. But um, but yeah, I mean, we have all kinds of different people coming to us looking to start this type of business. Yeah. Was there a particular moment or milestone when you started Nursepreneurs or, you know, through COVID that you said, wow, my platform is really making an impact. And this is, you know, what I've really thought about really, really means something to the nurse community. Yeah. I mean, you get that with, with feedback because you're plugging along for so, or at least I did plugged along for a long time, just kind of maybe getting a couple clients here, a couple clients there and, and 
you wake up and you're like, what's the point of this? I'm not really making an impact. And then you're in the Facebook group and people are like, thank you so much for what you said, what you did, what, you know, all this. And it, it inspires you and it makes you feel, or it made me feel like I just need to get the message out in front of more people. I need to work on that aspect because I can certainly work with five, 10 people, but if I can help hundreds and thousands of nurses, I mean, even if they don't work with me, uh, you know, to let them know that there's opportunities. Cause when I was in the hospital, that was one of the things I didn't really get. It was very a myopic, uh, I'm a nurse practitioner. I can work on this unit or I can work on that unit. I didn't never thought of like, well, I could be consulting. I could work in it. I could work at NASA or I could start my own business and here are a bunch of options. When you, when you look at, you know, the businesses that you're helping start up, you know, it, it looks like it's a lot of people consider them to be more like focused on like wellness per se. Okay. This is within the wellness atmosphere. That's their sector, you know, and you know, how much oversight is there and, and things of that nature. And then you kind of look at the tr traditional models, you know, where, where do you see like these new businesses kind of helping us say, you know, IV hydration, for example, like I've taken it when I've had altitude sickness, you know, for the hydration, it was, it was immensely helpful. And, and I thank goodness I did it. But it's like, when you start thinking about the different types of, you know, um, infusion you can get outside of just hydration, but just and you can cater it to the specific person and the quality's high and all these great things. What are we kind of missing that's now being filled with nursepreneurs and, and these businesses? And, and it's not just IV hydration. I mean, there's other sectors that you're working in. So how, how's that evolving to kind of bring it into like mainstream rather than just a, a cash-based business? You know, how, what is part of that evolution, getting people to buy in? Yeah, I mean, so for us, the, the medical model is very focused on sickness. So we only see people when they're sick or I worked neurotrauma, so I only saw people after the fact, right? And it, there's very little, honestly, that we can help people with once they're in that situation. We can stabilize them and hope that, you know, they make it or they we hope that they get better, but it's not until they get outside of the hospital and it's it's before they get into the hospital. These are the areas that if you're going to have an impact on people. That's where you want to be. That's what you want to work with. And when you're in the hospital system, it is, it's kind of like this. I always imagined it like a conveyor belt. I would just have patients come through and come through and come through and they spinal injury, brain injury. Uh, and there's not a whole lot that we can do for those patients other than, like I said, just help stabilize them and, and hope for the best. Uh, so the, the real, um, work is the prevention of this happening in the first place or on the back end of recovery back to a new normal. And that's where I, I feel that the nurses have the most potential for the biggest impact on, um, on their patients, on their clients, uh, on society in general. So that's the area that we've kind of evolved out into because in that sickness realm, it's really stressful. I mean, you're dealing with the incident itself and then the family members who are dealing with it and then you're dealing with just a large number of patients coming through and having very little to offer so it, it's just a hard environment to work in day in and day out so when you get out into the wellness world and people are like oh thank you so much even if it's just like med spa and I got their Botox, they're like thrilled, right? It's a much different feeling. Like, thank you so much for doing this for me, as opposed to, 
you know, just the, the hardship and the sadness that, that you can see in the hospital setting. Well, it's such like a, it's an interesting dynamic. Like you said, the conveyor belt, it's so linear and it's, you know, there's different aspects to healthcare that <clears throat> from a traditional model, medical model standpoint are really not focused on, which is the prevention, you know, the more prevention, more wellness that you generate and make people conscious of it and then conscientious of it, you know, you just improve the medical model need where that sickness conveyor belt is not the pure focus and also the money generator when you start thinking about governmental agencies and how you get paid and reimbursements, right. but you need like a larger, more robust uh, means to it. You know, yeah. and I, I think it's really interesting to see that transition. Yeah, because that's where all the, the money is, like all the money in the hospitals made from surgical procedures or any procedures whatsoever. That's where all the money comes from. Um, you know, it, it doesn't come from prevention, <laughs> you know, the, well, I mean, insurance companies like prevention, but, uh, you know, the, um, the, the surgeons, the doctors, the hospital, they all make money off the procedures and the, the surgeries that are done. Yeah. No, it's, 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 a, it's a really interesting thing to see that there's already a business model there from an insurance aspect if you wanted to do it because people are paying out of pocket to get Botox or to go get wellness uh, you know, infusions for altitude sickness or vitamin D or whatever the case may be, all these different types of capabilities. So it's, it's really amazing that you're doing it and helping people do it. Yeah, and they're also paying for another area that we have is concierge nursing, where they are paying for basically, basically it's freelance nursing. So after a same day surgery or something, basically these patients are sent home and a friend or a family member is supposed to take care of them. But a lot of them still have like drains coming out of different body parts and they're still under anesthesia and they're in a lot of pain. And, and the family members don't really know what's normal, what's not normal. Whereas, you know, so now they're hiring some of our nurses, our concierge nurses who have created these types of businesses and they pick them up, they take them home, they stay with them for 24 hours and they know they, and they're not afraid to call the surgeon at three in the morning. Like, <laughs> you know, we've, we've all had that experience and it's, something that you go through and your family member might be like, Oh, I'll call the surgeon in the morning. And the nurse is like, no, I'm, I'm calling him right now. <laughs> so. Yeah. That's, and it's interesting because you know, when you get back to the quality metrics and where we're trying to work in, in the hospital system base, I mean, you're looking at readmission rates that go up based on how you actually have people um, go into the outpatient mode, but it's also adherence to whatever they need to do uh, after the fact. So that's, that's really well suited for another business model for nurses to be able to do. So it's yeah, and in addition to to that, there's the you know there's the uh, it, uh, cardiac inter intervention. Those patients only stay 23 hours because if they stay the extra 24 hours, then it, it adds a whole another cost level to it. But that's another area that I see for concierge nurses coming in to work with these hospitals and saying, hey, well, we, we can take this patient home and, and watch them in their own home, and even especially after COVID, like. Everybody wants to get out <laughs> of the hospital system as fast as they can. Right. And be with their families. So um, the work you're doing is it's really incredible and you know imperative to the industry. So thank you for building this community. We really appreciate it. Um, is there anything before we wrap up the episode that you want to share with our listeners? Uh, no, just to, you know, to look out for, for nurses that are starting their businesses because they are so passionate and they care and, uh, you know, they, 
most of them aren't in it for the money. They're in for it because they really, truly want to make an impact. So they're amazing to work with and yeah, look for your for nurses in business. Awesome. Nurses in business. Yeah, <laughs> let's, let's, let's look for them, support them and, and uh, you know, We'll, we'll see a lot more change in, in, in the right way. So thank you so much, Katie, for hopping on with us. And that, that's another episode. Let's cover that. Mm-hmm.